I hope you're ready for the very first, the inaugural Overwatch League 2020 award show brought to you by High Noon Podcast called The Owlies. Welcome, everyone, to the first annual Owlies, the Overwatch League exclusive award show brought to you by the one and only High Noon Podcast. Season three is almost done, and while we wait for the grand finals weekend, we wanted to look back and recognize some of the regular season's top performers. We're going to be giving out awards today for the MVP of the league, as well as an MVP for each position, uh, tank, DPS and support. We'll be giving out a Rookie of the Year award, a Comeback Performance of the Year, a special Sleeping Dragon award, which is a top performer on a really, really bad team, and a Coach of the Year award as well. Each award has been determined by the sole discretion of the High Noon Podcast hosts. If you don't like who wins each award, please let us know in the comments where we will promptly disregard your feedback as always. In addition, we will have a musical guest today, which we hope you enjoy. I want to say at the top of the, of the broadcast today that a player who wins an award will not be nominated for any other awards that appear after it in the show. So please bear that in mind when you hear the list of nominees and write your complaints in the comments. Because of this, we're going to be starting with our Overwatch League Season 3 Most Valuable Player. Let's get things started and send it over to Blevins for the nominees. Yes. Thank you, Deathblow. And welcome, everyone, to the Overwatch League 2020 Owlies. Brought to you by High Noon Podcast. We're starting off with the MVP award here, as Deathblow mentioned. And the nominees are Void, Fleta, Smurf, Alarm, Choi Ho Bin. And the winner is. Choi Ho Bin. This is Choi Ho Bin's first nominee in first Owly. Now accepting on behalf of Choi is Deathblow. Thank you so much, Blevins, and thank you, me as well, uh, for for the nominee and the award. Uh, really, on behalf of Choi Hyobin, I want to thank everybody who, quite frankly, didn't believe in Choi and uh, you know voted for Fleta in the actual uh, Overwatch <laughs> League MVPs. But we thought we'd do an award that didn't have a nonsensical fan vote component, and we felt Choi was most deserving. Um, consistency. And excellence are two pillars of the Most Valuable Player Award. And that's why, in our opinion, it has to go to Choi Hyo Bin. Uh, from last year into this year, throughout all the different changes in rules and metas and everything, he has been a rock for the shock. And we could not realistically... That was an accident. You're welcome. Uh, it, it, 
Thank you. Thank you. Uh, could not uh, give it to anyone else. Uh, there was a lot of deserving candidates, uh, but in our opinion, none more so than Choi Hyo Bin. So thank you, everyone. And now let's move things along and go back to Blevins as we give out the Rookie of the Year. Yes. Thank you, Deathblow. And as you mentioned, we'll be talking about the nominees for this year's Rookie of the Year. The nominees are Alarm, Lee Jae-Gon, Lip, Mung Bong, and Gangnam Jin. And the winner is Alarm. This is Alarm's first nominee in first Owly. Now accepting on behalf of Alarm is Deathblow. Thank you so much, Blevins. Uh, yes, we're here to discuss rookies, brand new players in the Overwatch League. I am Deathblow, as Blevins said, and as you know, we said four times so far already. Yeah, about about three minutes ago. <laughs> don't, don't worry, it's it's going to keep happening. Uh, if you're up. expecting a different uh, okay. gag. Boy, have, do you not know wrong what show place. you're watching. Wrong, wrong place. Uh, yeah, we're going with Alarm for this award. Uh, the Philly Fusion were a bit of a breakout team this year, um, led in large part by just the sheer power and, and uh, performance of the backline, the support players. Uh, Alarm came in as a rookie with the highest expectations so far that I think we've seen in Overwatch League and really lived up to him. Um, he was on the MVP nominees list, and he absolutely deserved uh, votes and consideration there. Um, when you are able to put out a performance like that as a rookie, when you're able to come in fresh-faced, wide-eyed, and, and elevate a team that two years ago was in the grand finals um, and, and put them kind of back on a, a similar trajectory, as they made it into the the final four of the grand finals weekend this year. Um, and, and to do that as a rookie is, is astounding. Uh, we saw that uh, last year with Hacksaw as well, very similar story. And uh, it was just a very fitting award. Um, Want to give a shout out to Lee Jigon, who had a, kind of a similar tale um, on the APAC region and uh, did a really, really good job there with the, the Shanghai Dragons. But Alarm wins, wins it just on sheer and just flashiness of his plays, right? He just he was constantly a, a human highlight reel. It was an absolute blast to watch him play this season. And um, in my opinion, really, he was the glue. Him and him and his support partner uh, were really the glue that, that held the Philly Fusion together, made them dominant across multiple metas. Um, and just they really never skipped a beat at any point this year, and, and it really was in large part due to the performance of the rookie Alarm. So congratulations, Alarm. You are in this one. Now let's head back over to Blevins for our next award. Blevins? Thank you, Deathblow. And as you mentioned, we're going into our next award here. That award, of course, is the Comeback Performance of the Year. And the nominees for Comeback Performance of the Year are Sado's Redemption Arc, The Mayhem Turnaround, Fearless's Return to Overwatch, Ben Best Becomes a Viable Main Tank, and Bird Ring Returns to Form. And the winner is 
the Mayhem Turnaround. This is the Mayhem Turnaround's first nominee and first Owly. Now accepting on behalf of the Mayhem Turnaround is Deathblow. Could have could have been accepting on behalf of the Florida Mayhem. But I know. I made I made a decision. And I made the right decision. I am not accepting this award on behalf of the Florida Mayhem no. organization. This made up meaningless award. I'm not accepting it on behalf of the organization. I am accepting it on behalf of their performance this year. Yeah, well, it's not the team that won it. It's the team's performance that won it. You're not supposed to be talking during this. <laughs> oh, so- sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so on behalf of the, the Florida Mayhem, listen, this was a team that was the Cleveland Browns of the Overwatch League through two years. Um they went through a, a roster rejuvenation last year, um, brought in a lot of new players. The vast majority of those players are, are still here to this day. Uh, and a big part of what brought the mayhem up to relevancy, really, because they weren't, they weren't that. They had a strong stage four in season two, much like other teams that are still bottom two in the standings. But unlike the Washington justice to take a shot while we're here. Um, (laughs) Unlike the justice, the mayhem got it together. Um, They did a really good job around coach Kuki um, who was brought in this year. And I think really helped develop some of the talent that was brought in uh, by. Yeah. And bare hands before him. um, And really, like I said, elevated this team, brought them from the dumpster to uh, a very, playoff-worthy roster and team led by star performances from their DPS line. Um, Yaki and BQB were were great. Uh, It wasn't all smooth sailing this year. There was some main tank decisions to be made. There was some metas where maybe the support line wasn't at 100% early in the year. But um, what matters is how you finish your season uh, and how you're playing when you get into the playoffs. And the mayhem are are by far the most different from where they were at this time last year to where they are at this time this year, uh, at least in our eyes. So um, wanted to to make sure we really stepped up and and um, you know made note of that. And uh, there's this award is a favorite of mine from other sports and things like that. Um, so yeah, I really wanted to bring that into the alleys this year and. A lot. Listen, Sato's redemption arc was was great. Uh, fearless from an 0 40 Shanghai Dragons team one year in Tier Two into Overwatch League. This was a, a difficult one. Bird Ring being a star player again. Um, all, all these things were were great. Um, I'm gonna leave somebody becoming viable at their position off the list because <laughs> I need five nominees. But um, nonetheless, the it doesn't diminish what the mayhem have accomplished and done here. So congratulations to them and congratulations to TMP. their one fan uh, who screams very, very loudly in our discord for them. So now it's time to go to our musical guest. I know you're all very excited. So without further ado, we're going to send you over to Adam Hoek's YouTube channel. Blevins, take it away.
On the night of McCree's darkest hour The moon shone on his red head He fought long and he did not cower But fate had other plans Overwatch flung him a coin They said, it's up to you Go rot in jail for life Or trade your boots in for black watch shoes He's not good, but he sure ain't bad He'll make amends for the sins that he has He says, I'll change the world one bullet at a time Till I find mine He traded in his hat for a Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I hope you enjoyed our musical guest, Adam Hoek. Of course, if you are, well, I don't even want to say a newcomer. You can be, you can still be a pretty OG fan and not necessarily know about Adam Hoek. He was our very first guest ever on the show way back when, probably in early 2016. Of course, many of you will know that song as our outro song and our theme song. Uh, we had Adam on a while ago, so we thought it uh, fitting to you know, forego DJ Khaled. He, DJ Khaled was our second ballot, but uh, we, had the, we had to give it to uh, Adam Hoek. Uh, and Adam video. deserved it very much, if for no other reason than he's the only musician who's given us permission to play any of their songs True. on our show, and that's, that's the one. So thank yes. you so much, Adam. I hope we didn't overstep our boundaries of, hey, can we use this in our outro? But by doing it for the next five years anymore. So I doubt you. I doubt you'll know. I doubt you'll know. Yeah. Thanks anyways, Adam. I thought, oh, these these schmucks are probably only going to have three episodes. I don't care. (laughs) Uh, If only, if only. But we'll uh, be jumping back into the show here with our very next award. This is the Sleeping Dragon Award. And the nominees for the Sleeping Dragon Award are Myung Bong, Dante, Glister, Shockwave, and Aim God. And the winner is Myung Bong. This is Myung Bong's first nominee and first Owly. Now accepting on behalf of Myung Bong is Death Blow. How did Dante not win this award? He's on <laughs> such a better team. Um, okay, so 
yeah, the Sleeping Dragon is an award that is being given to a really standout top performing uh, player on a team that was the exact opposite of that. Um, they really stood out uh, and and uh, managed to make some of the matches in Overwatch League actually watchable and interesting. Um, brought matchups closer than they should have been and just overperformed compared to those around them. We're giving it to Myung Bong here. The Boston Uprising. What can I, Deathblow, say about the Boston Uprising? Nothing good. They're not really trying that hard. <laughs> They're not really sign play, signing players that give them much of a, a chance to, to be successful in the league. With one exception, and that is this, this man, Myung Bong, um, another highly touted rookie that came into the league. And I really think would have been right there with alarm as far as performance goes, if he had been on a better roster and on a better team. Um, there's again, this is another one of the awards where there's a, a handful of other really strong candidates. Um, Dante shockwave uh, and glister specifically, I think warranted some very serious consideration and aim God. Again, I, I, I wanted five nominees. Um, so he, he showed up as well. Um, but in, in all seriousness, though, uh, you know, I'm really excited to see what Myungbong can do throughout his career. Um, Boston is a little bit known for signing talent and then selling them uh, to other teams. And I really, really hope that happens this offseason for this particular player because he did not get enough attention uh, throughout the 2020 season. Um, he almost single-handedly won them a playoff game against my Houston outlaws, which is why I would have personally disqualified him from contention <laughs> for this award. Uh, but nonetheless, it's, I, I had to let Blevins pick one of the winners. And so we're, we're giving it to Myung here. Congratulations, Myung Boston uprising. What the hell? Get it together. <laughs> Back to you Blevins for our first positional MVP. Thank you, Deathblow, and thank you, Myung, Myung blah, 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 blah. Yep, that's that's his that's new it. name, Myung Bottom. Nailed it. Thank you, Myung Bong, for being our sleeping dragon for this Overwatch League 2020 season. But we move on to the positional MVPs, and we're going to start off with our tank MVP nominees. And the nominees are Smurf, Fearless. Void, Hanbin, and Krong. And the winner is... Void. This is Void's first nominee and first Owl League. Now accepting on behalf of Void is Deathblow. Yes, thank you, Blevins. Uh, I'm here to accept on behalf of the Shanghai Dragons off-tank Void. It was a very tough call in this award uh, amongst Void and his fellow tank line partner, uh, Fearless, in my opinion. Um, obviously, all the nominees for a change in this award were very, very deserving of their spots on this list. Um, so big congratulations to Void. It's, it says a lot to me that he is standing out on top of, and I think of all our awards, this might be the least controversial that we give out. Um, but yeah, I mean, he really, really did stand up uh, and, and stand out on that Shanghai Dragons roster. 
Um, I gave it to the off tank here because to be honest, I think the off tank has a little bit more of an ability to like impact overall team performance, right? Like the, the main tank seems to set the pace and, and really drive the ship, but it, it's void in the, in the other off tanks in the league that are kind of running around patching holes in the ship as, as you spring a leak. And they're, you know, especially on diva in particular, they're frontline peeling backline peeling. They're, they're all over the place. You have to know a hundred percent of what's going on. Uh, on the map at all times in that position and void really did stand out um as as a player that um was a, a cut above you know the the mvp was of this position as well uh, so we clearly you know believe wholeheartedly that this is a, a very crucial and very important position really both both members of the tank line are if you would have given this to fearless or smurf or you know any of these guys uh I, I wouldn't have too much argument to say about it. Really, same thing for the MVP list and, and everywhere where I haven't specified otherwise. It's It's been pretty close, but um, wanted to make sure we gave a, a little bit more love to the APAC region, which for us was very difficult to watch um, given the time frames. And, and I know a lot of our listeners, the, the European uh, fans of our, our podcast will attest to it. It can be challenging at times to keep up with things when they're not happening live in your, in your time zone. But um, even in minimal viewings and, and minimal opportunities to see things void really popped off the screen um, and, and really stands alone here uh, deserving of the tank MVP award. So big congratulations to the Shanghai dragons. This is a, a very big um, award ceremony for them. They, they come up uh, a couple times here now. So um, congratulations to them and, and void specifically. You earned it, buddy. Good job. Back to you Blevins. Thank you, Deathblow, and thank you, Void. We'll be moving on now to our second positional MVP, and that position is for the support MVP. And the nominees are Alarm, Lastro, Lee J. Gone, Violet, and Funny Astro. And the winner is... Lee J. Gon. This is Lee J. Gon's first nominee and first Owly. Now accepting on behalf of Lee J. Gon is Deathblow. Thank you, Blevins. Yes, I'm accepting on behalf of Lee J. Gon. And I want to, at the top, address the fact that at the beginning of the show, I said that if you win an award, you won't be in the nominees list going forward. And we heard Alarm was nominated. So uh, my answer Spoiler. to that is... Whoops. Um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, though, this was, I mean, if not for alarm, this was the rookie of the year as well. Uh, in my opinion, he, again, the, the Shanghai Dragons are, are all over this thing. They really are. Um, outside of my, my really only critique of the team is that they have a bit of a clutch problem, but uh, it's honestly been a minute since that's that's come up. Um, it's also been a minute since we've had like playoffs or tournaments or anything like that. So we'll, we'll see how it pans out in the long run. Um, but this is a regular season award. Um, we don't care much for the tournaments on, on the high noon podcast. So I'm more than willing to overlook, uh, any Shang nines that may or may not have occurred, but, um, yeah, Lee J gone wins this one, uh, a main support player and 
really a, a phenomenal one. Um, I thought he he a little bit carried his support line. Not that there was anything wrong with uh, Izaki's play. I don't think you're as good as the Shanghai Dragons are with a major major weakness on your team. Um, really none of the teams left in the grand finals weekend have a major weakness there's just a, a couple things here or there maybe but um shanghai was so lucky to get this player and to bring them in for their rookie year really really enjoyed watching him um enter into the league and and take off as a, a player and a performer here so um congratulations once again to the shanghai dragons and congratulations to lee jaigon blevins our DPS MVP nominees, please. Yes, we are moving on to our DPS MVP. I know this one is a hotly contested and one of the more exciting nominations that we've had here for this ceremony. But without further ado, the nominees for DPS MVP are Carpe. Fleta, Yaki, and Axi. And the winner is... Fleta! This is Fleta's first nominee and first owlie. Now accepting on behalf of Fleta is Deathblow. Thank you so much, Blevins. I'm back again representing the Shanghai Dragons and one of their players here. Um, really swept the positional MVPs. You can get a feel for why so many people think they are the favorites going into grand finals weekend. And we'd be remiss if we didn't point out that Fleta was actually the Overwatch League MVP, which is, in, I mean, at the least, as far as I'm awards. concerned, it's the number two MVP awards. Yep. There's the Owly MVP, yep. and there's the Owl MVP. Yep. Those extra couple letters really set us apart, make us better than anything that contains a fan vote. I will die Agreed. on that hill 100%. forever. Um, yeah, we talked about it when he won the um, the actual uh, Overwatch League MVP. Fleta was so flexible, so good across every single DPS hero that was asked of him, whether it was a hit scan, whether it was a, a projectile based, it didn't matter. Um, a, a player that had so much hype coming into the league in season one he's been here the whole time um and really just finally stepped it up and got on a team that could use him effectively and uh let him show his stuff um no more sharing of of stage time etc for fleta uh, fleta is meta fleta is the dps mvp and the shanghai dragons complete their sweep of the positional MVP awards. So congratulations to Fleta. I'm sure you are very, very um, excited about this one. I know in your actual Overwatch League acceptance video, there wasn't a lot of emotion there. I imagine you're crying right now listening to this in a language you wearing, don't speak. Wearing an NYSL <laughs> jersey. Of course, of course. Um, but yes, uh, thank you. Thank you, Fleta. Thank you, Shanghai Dragons, for the excellent Overwatch and setting a standard in the APAC region uh, that we wanted to make sure we recognized. So, yeah, that, that wraps up this award. Blevins, we've got one more award today. So talk to us about some of the coaches. Yes. This is our final award for the Owlies for the Overwatch League 2020 season. And that is going to be for our Coach of the Year. 
And the nominees for Coach of the Year are Krusty, San Francisco Shock. Moon, Shanghai Dragons. Jin, Guangzhou Charge. Rush, Paris Eternal. And KGD, Philadelphia Fusion. Nope. That's not it. KDG, there Philadelphia Fusion. We got there. Right. Fix that one. KDG, Philadelphia Fusion. And the winner is... KDG Philadelphia Fusion. This is KDG Philadelphia Fusion's first nominee and first Owly. Now accepting on behalf of KDG Philadelphia Fusion is Death Blow. Thank you so much for getting the award winner's name correct, at least on try number two. Um, hey, I got it on five out of the six attempts. I will, I will guarantee you that in the mind of KDG, the fact that you said it wrong really cheapens this award, but it doesn't cheapen it to us who are giving it out. Um, listen, we've long been disciples of Coach Krusty. Uh, it feels a little bit like the job he did this year was really done last year when he built this team, elevated their play, and brought them to the top of the league. It's really hard to improve on that, and you can't because they won the whole league, right? Like they were the, a dominant team. Um, they won it all. And it's really hard to go up from there. So we decided to look at one of the teams that leveled up and, and really um, went above and beyond. And, and, you know, that's something that uh, is really evident of coaching. When you get more out of players than people think you can, I think that really, really speaks to coaching. And Man, did Sato look awful last year. And here we are now. And he's honestly, I, like as one of his biggest detractors that I'd heard, um, I, I have to just eat crow on it and, and say he's absolutely an Overwatch League level main tank. Um, he had his issues. He's still not perfect. There's plenty of problems. But a good coach works around those problems covers them up, you know, like we talked about the supports uh, for this team really helping be that glue. Um, and the coaching staff is a, another big component of that. Um, so KDG did a phenomenal job with this roster. Uh, they built it with a lot of new pieces. Uh, you know, there's a lot to like about what the Philadelphia Fusion have done this year. Uh, so I'm really, really happy to see KDG win this one. I also think it's very notable we criticized them a lot during the year for putting Carpe on the bench at times and playing Hisu over him. And then we get to the playoffs and we're in a meta where they want them both. And Hisu didn't look great when they used him before, but the coach knew what he was doing and he put him out there and he got him ready. He built him up. He made him into a really viable, really valuable uh, hit scan player for the team. And I give him a lot of credit for that because it's really easy to look at the performance and go, I can get better from this guy. I've got to play him, but a good coach finds ways to use as much of their roster as they can. And in this instance, he really brought the player up from somebody I didn't want to see anymore to somebody that I get it when he comes out, right? As long as Carpe's not on the bench, I'm completely fine with Hisu being out there. That wasn't the case earlier. We've been big EQO fans for a long time. 
uh, I made a YouTube video about how Ivy was the reason the Philadelphia Fusion are, were good uh, at one point in the year, and he hasn't been out there for a while, and, and it really has just whoever's come in has stepped up, and that, again, speaks to the quality of the coaching that this uh, team has, has been able to assemble, and their whole staff, uh, their, their whole roster except for Chipsa, uh, has been really uh, exceptional and, and stand out this year. It's a, it's a great storyline. I'm excited to see them play in the grand finals weekend, and uh, hopefully they have a stronger performance this time around than the last time around and uh, are able to put something together. But again, this is a regular season award, so when you just look at the standings and see where they sit, it, it's obvious that there's got to be a really strong organizational structure around the players because you don't level up like that with and there's a good number of changes but there's still like the core of that team is is really still there uh fury they're not even using the man very much right and and they're still able to be as as good as they they have been all year so congratulations to them and best of luck to you in the grand finals weekend coming up in a couple of weeks it does bring us to the end of the Owlies. Uh, thank you, everybody, for torturing yourself and sitting through the repetitive <laughs> sound effects, the corny, uh, the, the corny music, the, the bad jokes, the mispronunciation of award winners, yep. uh, all of it. It was awful. We thank you for being here for it. Anyways, please do let us know what you think of the show. If you want us to keep doing this, do it again next year. Uh, this is again part of that break between the post the you know the postseason and then the grand finals weekend, and uh, we thought it would be a great time to bring it out and fill in some of that gap. So yeah, thanks for thanks for sitting through it. If it was painful, we going in we figured this would be the best episode we ever made or the worst episode we ever made. But regardless, we were very confident then it would be the most entertaining yeah. either way. Whether, you know, everybody likes to watch a train wreck from now and from now and again. So um, Blevins, any, any parting words, anybody you thought got shafted here in, in the awards? I mean, the big one of course is a crusty, right? I mean, I think you, I think you make a very defensible argument against um, picking crusty this year, because of course a lot of the work that he did was, you know, it's not best coach. Year. It's not Overwatch right. League's best coach. Right. It's coach of the year. 2020. Sure, sure. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the key to me. Yeah. Um, you, see, yeah. you you made a sensible pick based on what the award should actually be, and didn't just pick the you know sticker sticker seller number one everyone's first pick overall, um, which is you know w w which is really what puts the Owlies above any other award show. Uh, we actually look at what the awards should actually be and <laughs> pick the winners based on the criteria of the award, not just the uh, the the top pick from fans, which is how many citizens in China vote on it. You know, right. That's, that's yeah. not a that's not a factor. Um, but nonetheless, um, in defense of the other awards that the, the league actually gives out this we were harsh on them last year. We're making jokes this time just yes. to buoy our own show. Yeah. Uh, somebody's <laughs> got to do it, right? Nobody else is going to. Uh, but they really did a, a great job this year. I loved loved the nominees list. And uh, we still mm. got a more awards from the league to come. But ha, we got you. We beat you. We're, uh, hey, we're so the not, first award show. 
officially. If you, if you dare give anything uh, to Myung Bong, then uh, you just copied off of us. That's all. True, true, true. But in all honesty, I, I mean, I had a bunch of fun doing it. I know Deathblow, you had a lot of fun uh, planning this out. This was really your brainchild. Um, so I may or may not have been working on it for like a month and a half. And uh, <laughs> I will say, let we can pat ourselves on the back, Deathblow. We committed to something on cast and then actually followed through with it. Wow. That's it's the only way we're going to. It's true. So thank you, everyone, for watching. Let's just, Deathblow, let's just ask, what is, what is, what did, what do you think, listeners of the live show? What did you think of it? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was not, no, thank you. Thank you. No, no need for applause. No, no. Thank, oh, thank one, you. One, one last award before we go and make sure you you immediately uh cut the cut the tape but the worst london spitfire fan in overwatch league goes to finny finny so yes. congratulations finny yes you did it you're the worst yes uh the award <laughs> no we're kidding we're kidding we love you all love you, chat we love, you, we love everyone the, and in all seriousness thank you everyone for listening and watching i won't go through the whole rigmarole of the end of the show because if you're here you know it. We're High Noon Podcast everywhere. Deathblow and Blevins. So you can find us. You can find us if you haven't already. High Noon Podcast everywhere. But thank you again, everyone, for listening to this year's Overwatch League 2020. The Owlies brought to you by High Noon Podcast. Let us know what you think in the comments below. And of course, as always, we will ignore those promptly. But thank you, everyone, for watching. And remember, it's High Noon. That was the Overwatch League 2020, The Owlies, brought to you by High Noon Podcast.